Hello, and welcome to Morlocks, a Let's Experiment show about finding new homes for the lost and forgotten characters of Marvel Crisis Protocol. I'm your host, Lexa White, and I, before this, we really kick into this episode, I wanted to give a big thank you to everybody. Um, and this is episode 65, and I'm just continually blown away whenever we reach one of these milestones of the support that I get from the community and how much people are enjoying this. And so I just wanted to give a big thank you for everyone who's listening. It means a whole lot to me. But with that out of the way, let me introduce my guest this week, a goose. Hi there. Hi, how are you? Yeah, I'm good. Thanks, Lexi. Yourself? Doing, doing okay. Uh, glad to hear, glad to hear. Um, for those who may not know you, would you mind introducing yourself? Yeah, of course. So um, I am a goose, uh, slightly less honking than you might be expecting, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. I write articles on um, Across the Bifrost about characters uh, that I don't see on the table that often and where I think they can fit in. So I was really excited to be asked onto this podcast mm-hmm. for obvious reasons. Um, prior to Marvel, I have sort of been in the wargaming space for a about a decade more or less i started with warhammer 40k mm-hmm. um for various reasons i've moved away from that got into infinity and wild west exodus for quite a while um i was involved in the com- competitive communities there um in the uk for a little bit but um now i pretty much only play marvel mm-hmm Fantastic. And now, as I must always ask, what character not in Marvel Crisis Protocol do you want to see in Marvel Crisis Protocol? Yeah, that was probably a pretty difficult question, to be honest, Uh, because part of me wants to go, oh, there's loads of characters I think would be really great for the game. But if I'm honest, the character that I actually want to see in the game is uh, probably Thomas Edison which is a bit yes. of a deep cut. <laughs> Not as much of a deep cut as I think people think it is. Uh, uh, yeah. As, um, as oh, Miss Marvel is getting pushed, her main villain I is yes. getting a little bit more star power as well. I'm really hoping that he turns up in the uh, in the new show they're doing. Yeah. I, I think that makes it much more likely that we'll get a. Uh, an angry cockatiel uh, piloting a giant robot in Marvel Crisis, which I think would be fantastic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he is, at the very least, her arch nemesis in Marvel Champions. He is. I absolutely love how they worked him in there as well. Yes. Uh, I thought he was fantastic. Uh-huh. So, uh, now with that, what character did you bring for us today? So, I have brought uh, Carnage. Yes, so this is a character we are revisiting, um, but the last time was back in November before the rules update came out. So this was back before All You've Got got banned. Yep, and before uh, Doomed Prophecy was restricted, I believe. Uh, Doomed Prophecy was restricted, but it was before it got turned to Asgard. Ah, yes, yes, that's it. Um... And we were we put him into a dual Avengers show um, with Sam and Cap uh, Captain America, uh, Sam and uh, Steve. Um, so we will not be going this that direction. And then of course, uh, Carnage is Spider Foes affiliated, so we will not be going that direction. 
Now, with all of that out of the way, what affiliations do you like throwing him in? Well, I've been thinking about this quite a lot. Um, and I think the main thing you need to make Carnage really shine is extra power. So I've been thinking about him uh, perhaps in A-Force or in uh, Brotherhood. Okay. Um, however, my sort of left field as well is that I'm currently working on a conversion uh, for my Carnage using his pieces as the base for a, um, a Gwenum. So potentially looking at him in Web Warriors could be quite interesting too. Yeah, I, I could see that too. Um, a couple things that I want to bring up. Uh, Midnight Suns, I think he, medium base, likes the reposition, especially because it allows him more often to get a double attack. Yep. Uh, the other power economy affiliation in humans, I think, is actually a very good Brawly team overall. Yes, yeah, I can definitely see that. Um, uh, completely forgetting about Inhumans, I'm, I'm going to have to hand in my Miss Marvel fan card now. <laughs> <laughs> um, Red Skull Cabal also just allowing that power, the power gen off of his fairly consistent builders um, yes. to shine. And that also gives him reposition off of uh, Red Skull, who I am working on an article on and am very excited about. Um, yeah, and potentially you can use Red Skull to give him double activations, can't you? Yes. With uh, Cosmic Configuration. That yes. could be quite nasty. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I think he's very interesting in New Criminal Syndicate. Oh, under um, Shadowlands Daredevil. Yeah. Yes. He certainly can put out a lot of attacks. Uh-huh. And now that there are grunts in the game. Yes, yeah. He's definitely a fan of grunts, assuming that he doesn't get any um, any clauses added to his paint the town red. Yes. Um, which we shall have to see on that one. But uh, if if no nothing changes about him when grunts come out, Suddenly, he can almost always get off Paint the Town Red as long as he's within range of a grunt. Yeah, it also feels really thematic, doesn't it? Like Carnage just tearing through some unfortunate shield agents. Uh Or some ninjas that just are in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So yeah, there's that. Um... I can also see him getting some play in X-Men. Medium bases are always good, and X-Men is a team that does not mind playing Mutant Madman, which he's surprisingly good on. Yes, I could definitely see that. Um, Could also do some interesting things with um, Cyclops as the leader there, bringing down Maximum Carnage, which I think is sort of one of the main selling points for him as a character for me, which is Mm. rare. You don't often look at the spenders and go, that's why I want this character, but I think it it really is a big thing for him. Yeah, it it can do a lot at times, and uh, the only thing about it is to be in range uh, for Cyclops' leadership to work would mean you're taking a damage off of the maximum carnage. True, true. 
But uh, yeah, you can potentially work around that. Yeah. Um. Otherwise, um, I I think those are the main places that jump out to me. Are there any more that jump out to you? Um, let's just have a quick look here. Because it's oh, like he's yeah, definitely not a convocation person. <laughs> no, he is not a big fan of that. Um, Asgard can be interesting. I like throwing most people in Asgard because uh, the ability to get rid of conditions um, helps a lot of people keep keep ticking and losing an activation off of uh, sorry losing an action off of Carnage. Yeah, um, can really slow them down a lot. And um, Asgard is an affiliation that does not mind playing pay to flips. Absolutely. Um, yeah, if you're going for a more brawly Asgard list, and I think they can do very well there, he's he he might might be good. Um, I don't think he's got much play in Black Order. Uh, they're uh, already good enough at it; they don't need extra assurance, you know. Yeah, defenders could be interesting, uh, just because if you are aiming for that um, big area attack on a, a clumped-up objective, then. Um, the ability to hand out an awful lot of hex all at once is yeah. is always good, and also change that uh, change a single attack type into multiple attack types has yes. some play. Yeah, um, guardians. I'm I'm not sure on. He doesn't hate the um, the rerolls, but you're not getting as much defensively uh, because most people are not going to be hitting him with physical attacks, in my yes. experience. Uh huh. And that just leaves us with Wakanda, which, yeah, I, I'm not sure he likes the power drain. Yeah. And X-Force, where he probably, yeah, he's, he's probably not bad in X-Force either. Probably not bad but, either, yeah. But yeah, I think um, I think the ones we highlighted first are probably the, uh -huh. the more immediate ones. So which direction do you want to go? That's a difficult one. I mean, when we were talking, I was actually thinking Cabal definitely has some interesting options there. Mm -hmm. You could... Uh, well, you see, actually, looking at the affiliation list, if I was building Cabal with Carnage, I'd probably look to make it dual Spider-Foes. Uh, that kind of goes against our, our mission objective here. Yeah. So, and I think what, we're going to have much the same issue with uh, Criminal Syndicate. True, yes. Yeah, I mean, I can't see running Criminal Syndicate without having uh, yeah, enough that you would just want to slot in that, that Green Goblin. <laughs> yeah, well, um, it's, it's one of my, one of the things I'm eagerly anticipating is playing Dive Squad CS. Where you are running Shadowlands, Daredevil, Craven, and Killmonger. <laughs> yes, definitely. Just um, dive them, buddy. <laughs> so, hmm. Do, are you drawn in any particular direction? Um, I think that there is. Um. There's a lot of really interesting stuff going on with X-Men right now, especially in a more aggressive direction. That is true. Um, yeah, okay, let's let's go with X-Men then. I'll yeah. um, 
I'll kind of justify my you can work around that comment. <laughs> well, and a cool. thing to note is suddenly it makes X-Men makes Carnage a lot more defensive than he already is. Yes. Having the, the cover definitely helps. Yeah, so first thing first, we get in Storm. Yep. Are we also getting in Cyclops? I think so. I, I like Cyclops. Um, I mean, I do have a few mild complaints with um, some of the restrictions these characters have, which I, I don't necessarily feel are AMG's strongest designs. Mm-hmm. Um, I want my Cyclops to be knocking over Sentinels when they come out, you know. But... Um, He's still good. He's still definitely a solid character. Well, and I think he secretly has one of the best abilities in the game, but he does not always have the power gen to de- use it. The uh, field leader. Field leader is one of the best abilities in the game, I think. Yes, uh, it, it can be game-changing. Um, uh, I, been... <laughs> I had a X-Men, uh, sorry, an Avengers squad, which I was splashing Cyclops and Loki. Nice, yes. And just using Cyclops to move around the Loki bubble. I can absolutely see that. Um, I absolutely, I love Loki. He's, oh, yeah. He's easily one of my favorites. <laughs> but yeah, um, I've been playing a lot of tactical analysis recently, and Cyclops having that, mm-hmm. whenever he's got the power to do it, is uh, is really good. Yeah. Um, who is your next X-Man? Uh, I think we're going to want X-23. Yep. Okay. And I think if you're taking X-23, especially in X-Men, you probably want Honey Badger as well. Uh-huh. And, and this just leads to the ability to have just this very aggressive dive squad. Yes, absolutely. I think, um... You're looking at what, if you're taking Carnage every time, that's four, seven, 12 points, um, or 13 if you're going Cyclops over Storm. And that's an awful lot of very big physical attacks coming in. 11 points, right? Three, six, eight. No, you're right, 12 points. Yep. But that uh, is a lot of hurt coming in off of 12 points. It is, and I, I think um, when we get to crisis selection, we can probably work to maximize that. Oh, yeah. Um, but a person I also want to bring up, just because of um, how physical-focused we are, I do think we want magic in here. Yes, I think magic's definitely a good shout. Um, and I think we are probably going to be a wider roster, a wider aggressive roster does seem to be shaping up that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so. And then uh, I can I can hear Omnis in the distance yelling for us to put Rogue in the list. <laughs> I do like Rogue. Um, I'm actually working on painting my Rogue up right now. I, I need to take apart my Rogue at some point and do a bunch of modifications to her. Um, yeah. Because the rogue I grew up with was a trashy goth girl. Yes, I did. I did have a look when I was um, I was sort of preparing my color scheme for her and thinking, could I do the the X Men Evolution one? And I, I think you do need to make a few oh, mods. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. 
but yeah, she's um, she's she's very good. Um, I've recently been playing her in uh, in Brotherhood, and she has never failed to be a star player. So she she has slotted into death and taxes as another way to tax your opponent. Yep. Um, so geez, we're already up to seven characters. Yes. This is going much quicker than I'd expected. <laughs> well, X-Men have such a glut of characters, because like, we also haven't even talked about Domino yet. No, and Domino is is fantastic. Mm-hmm. But I mean, at this point, we're also looking at... Well... I'm, I'm looking at it and thinking Colossus solves a big problem with him. Um, if you can get the power onto Colossus, which maybe X-Men struggles a little bit with, but... But I also you... think Storm's leadership solves a lot of problems for him. True. It means they have to get close to start dealing energy or mystic attacks, and suddenly you're now susceptible to the X-23 honey badger that's right beside him. <laughs> yep. Yep, I can see that. Uh... Yeah, I mean, if we're going big offensive and we're planning to try and keep people in a group then domino is a very easy sell isn't she yeah and uh being able to put incinerate on a large amount of people that you're then planning to slam (laughs) carnage into that Uh that feels pretty nasty so that leaves us two more slots and i think i think it's time to start talking out of affiliation um yep and I'm just going in for the spice immediately. How do we feel about Bob? Bob, yes. I love Bob. Um, I know he's, uh, he's again, not necessarily a, a super popular character. Yeah. But I think you can sort of tell where my mind is going here because I'm thinking, yeah, if you you have Bob throwing down two guaranteed damage to everybody around an initial target and then you have Carnage following up. Yeah. That's that's going to make a mess. And we are planning on playing somewhat wide, so it allows you to either they have to daze Bob or Bob is last activation. Yes. Um, and so it leaves I mean, the we're... threat on Bob. It keeps Bob on the table so long. It does. Um, I've had hero Bob managing to, you know, KO, who was it? I think it was uh, Beast, actually, with his pistol at the end of a game once. That was... Well, so I I have once seen in a separation anxiety game the Bob v. Bullseye slap fight. (laughs) Yep. Of just Bob with a symbiote just never dying. (laughs) Oh, that sounds pretty cool. Mm Mm-hmm. So yes, so I do think we get Bob in there, and that leaves us just one slot. Yeah, uh, wow. So we don't have a super heavy hitter, but I'm not sure we really need one. Mm-hmm. Carnage is sort of filling that spot in my mind, I guess. The thing that I am looking at here is, except for Cyclops, we don't really have... Well, Cyclops and Rogue, but I'm like, we're, we have heavy physical, we have a little bit of magic damage... And we have a little bit of energy damage. So do we want to get another one of those additional attack types in? Possibly. I'm also thinking, do we want, uh, specifically in in that kind of slot, Baron Mordo? I I like him. 
I'm not sure if this is... I think we want someone to be a little bit more offensive. And okay. uh, I was going to also go up a point value. Right. Who to, are you thinking? Uh, to his boxmate, Ancient One. Ancient One. Okay. Uh, let's have a look. Who has... Who dives far, gets two power taught, but also is either getting... Uh, either getting her martial artist or getting cover. And yeah. always weevils two dice on defense. Yes. Uh, yeah, I can see that. She... Well, she's very good against Mystic, which is perhaps a little bit of a hole. Um, so the reason I was thinking Mordo specifically... Uh, was that not only does he let you boost Carnage, who can then paint the town red and not care about the damage he just took, Yeah. Um, he's also pretty nasty boosting X-23 Honey Badger um, for pretty much the same reasons. Yeah, I can see that. Um... But then I'm also looking back at the affiliation list and thinking, ah, well, another less popular character uh, Wolverine now <laughs> I don't know that we actually do want him over any of the characters that we've got here no. he doesn't yeah. fill that mm -hmm. slot we were talking about so the other option is to go in the completely opposite direction but have right. the same principle Splashable Thanos <laughs> Yes, um, I mean, Thanos definitely helps you get characters where you want them to be. Um, he also lets you just play extremely tall with uh, very little warning, because at that point you're playing... It, it's the only difficulty is getting both him and Carnage in there. Um, yeah, I'm looking at it, so it would be 12 points most likely for him and Carnage, and then 15 with Storm, 18 with X-23, and 20, 20 with, with Honey, Honey Badger. Badger, so I don't think you can play him at anything less than 20 if you also want to run yeah. the, the Carnage Pain Train. Mm -hmm. um, well, I suppose you... <laughs> You could do just one gem Thanos, have him at 19 and 20. I'm not sure it's quite the right thing. Um, other options, because yeah. there are so many options to talk about <laughs> in this game. Over 100, yep. <laughs> uh, Hood? Yes, Hood is always good. Mm -hmm. um, I've had massive success with him in my Asgard roster. Yeah. Um, Just looking back at Ancient One, though. I do like that she can displace people when they are attacking her. No. Uh, yes. Mm -hmm. That's how that one Which, works. Yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking um, the surprise. You think you're safe and then you're being brought into range of the blender that is the rest of the team. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Seems like it could be really quite nasty. Mm -hmm. 
Um, another obligatory, uh, this is an episode of Morlock shout out, Agent Woodow. We are trying to bring the pain train, so let's interrogate the pain train. Yes, I I am a big fan of Agent Widow. Um, she does double down on your physical. She, I guess she's got Widow's Kiss. She does. And if you're playing Cyclops, you're perhaps more likely to get that off. Maybe. Um, but also, it's, she's another for physical for uh, Mutant Madman. She is. She's got stealth natively, uh-huh. which everybody loves. Um, well, and she has the secretly very good combination of stealth and parting shot. Yes. Yeah. Um, she also tends to draw fire quite a lot. Yeah. Um, people need to dig her out. Because if they don't, she's scoring UVPs. And that is indirectly drawing fire away from Carnage, particularly if they're trying to mm-hmm. uh, take her out with those energy and mystic attacks she's a little bit weaker against. Yeah. Um, so. And then. You know, I'm actually really quite tempted by Agent Widow. Uh-huh. <laughs> Another one on the much higher end of the scale uh, Cassandra Nova. Yes. Uh, she would also play into um, the healing factor element we've got going on here. And she has stealth. Uh, she, yeah, she's got super stealth, hasn't she? Uh, uh, she got legally distinct stealth. <laughs> yes. So it can't be turned off by stuff like... Um, Acute Mark senses and marked for death, yes. Um, yeah. But also, mind possession... Yes, it's a fantastic power. Just kidnap someone. <laughs> yeah, bring them all the way in to, uh, to as yeah, we said, this. Meet your new best friend, Carnage. <laughs> Again, the only trouble is she is five out of affiliation, so you're then looking at nine. That's yeah. easier to work with than the 12 of Thanos, admittedly. Yeah. Um, she also brings root and slow, which uh-huh. I do like. And she has probably one of my favorite tactics cards of all time. Yes, um, mental domination. Mm-hmm. It's a very good one. Um, she's quite good into Mystic. She's not the best, but she's not the worst. Um, she does bring that long range Mystic attack as well. Yeah. With that power, which is not to be discounted. Absolutely. And if you've got her behind a carnage, then they've literally got to walk into his range to get to her. Yeah. Uh, and she can then potentially... uh like a and ...walk away. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's Soften a very... them up for the ca- carnage. <laughs> yeah, that is that is a very tempting one. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, her ability to just completely displace a huge amount of the table if she's got the power on her. Oh, yeah. It's huge. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been struggling to fit her in Cabal over Modok because I feel like um, Modok can use all that extra power to just translate it into more damage. But so don't it... necessarily need her to be doing that in this team. Yeah. So the thing I love about her is playing her in Spider-Foes, which is a team that likes to 
activate during your opponent's turn when they're walking next to you. Yes. Yeah. The um... yeah, that that is definitely something I've found difficult to deal with when playing into Spider Foes. Uh huh. Um, it takes me back a lot to my Infinity days, to be honest, because yeah. um, in Infinity you are constantly waiting for your opponent to say wait nope you've just done something and now i can do all of this and you don't really get that in marvel except when you're facing of... spider <laughs> yeah unless you're facing spider foes at which point you, you take a step and then everything around you explodes and your character is walking off the other end of the table <laughs> <laughs> yeah um another one i want to talk about um new new character uh electra Yes, uh, she definitely likes the hop. Yep. And I... she's another character with stealth. And if they're within two, so if she's not getting cover, she is being able to do martial powers. Yes. Yeah, that's a good point. And she has a pure bleed, summon another guy for an, an additional attack. Attack. Yeah, I absolutely love um, Electra's offensive capability. Mm -hmm. um, I think she's going to be a bit of a difficult character to get the most out of, uh, because I feel like you want her to be double attacking from round one, if at all possible. Um, but Carnage, with his big base, Storm able to hop her up the board, and then, yeah, you're, you're potentially getting that so this might be a good spot for her yeah and of course you've got the massive impale which which I don't... uh if you're in cyclops leadership suddenly becomes a lot more reasonable yeah um i mean it's it's pretty difficult to argue against i've um I've played a few test games with Electra in Cabal, um, where I was finding that actually one of the things uh, that really changes up when you're facing her is the, uh, what are they called? The grunts. Yeah. Um, not necessarily actually getting the attacks off with them, but using them to body block uh areas of the board oh yeah prevent pushes and that sort of thing mm -hmm. it's really quite good um i faced an electra in convocation oh right in a beat down convocation list and it was kind of scary the only person who lived was amazing spider-man who had a quick core and won me the <laughs> game but everyone yeah, else guess, was dead i guess getting Getting the re-rolls on uh, Ancient Throwing Blades could be pretty huge. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, she's definitely a, a left-field character. And she does, again, on paper, fill a lot of those holes we were talking about. She's got the Mystic Attack. Mm -hmm. She's definitely making good use of the leadership. Mm -hmm. Both leaderships. Yeah. Oh, that's that's and difficult. she is suddenly another target for them other than Carnage. Yeah, in fact, technically she's bringing two targets because uh -huh. you don't necessarily want to leave the Hand Ninjas. <laughs> I, I have found you actually kind of want to leave the Hand Ninjas because they are more scary getting the action compression 
from the double attack in one. Yeah, it um it really depends. I uh I was finding that using their big Blake base to just block off a oh, large yeah. section of the research station. Oh, sorry, the researcher. Uh-huh. And then they actually count towards that because um, of the way the, the grant rules are written. Yeah, those will. I'm guessing that will get adjusted day one. I hope so. Uh, to be honest, it is a bit silly, uh, but I think they'd still be good even if they were just oh, yeah. a large section of area that your opponent has to waste actions attacking uh, before they can move people in. Yeah. Um, and another really interesting thing that I want to talk about with Electra is actually her combination, and and also about Carnage. These characters that have uh, attacks uh, that mess with your opponent's dice, in Carnage's case, he caps out your opponent's dice uh, with his uh, sadistic glee, I think it? No. Uh... It's Symbiotic Serial Killer, I think, yes. isn't it? Symbiotic uh, Serial Killer. Where he caps out your opponent's dice by preventing their crit rolls from exploding. Yep. And then Electro with Pierce. Um, Honey Badger lowering that dice amount suddenly becomes a lot. Yes, it's uh, that is very strong. Um, I mean, again, looking at interesting options there uh it did occur to me that gene gray helps you move not only people into range of carnage but potentially honey badger into range of people uh-huh. i uh, we were talking earlier about the issue with fives she is affiliated so that's a little bit less of a lift but i think we were talking about going somewhat wide yes i don't think you're going wide if you're taking gene yeah um I I am really liking Electra the more I think about it. She definitely does seem like an interesting choice. Mm -hmm. Trying to remember what all her tactics cards are. Um, Well, that is easy enough for me to look up. Because I can just go requires character. Because Cerebro is amazing. (laughs) Yeah, so we've got Vendetta and Bounty Hunters. Not in love with Bounty Hunters, I'll be honest. Uh, and uh, that is also Criminal Syndicate traded. Oh, right, yeah. So that's easy. Uh-huh. <laughs> but Vendetta is... Um, I think Vendetta, especially on a wide team, is scary. And since we yeah. have those other targets... Suddenly, this is a vengeance token. Yeah, it lets you do a little bit of um, what I like with Agent Widow, in uh-huh. that if the opponent doesn't focus down Electra first, she's going to hit them with probably an eight die Mystic Pierce. Yeah. Which is just very, or... very useful. <laughs> uh huh. Or. If they are especially unlucky and you can set it up a 13 die impale. <laughs> yes, if you if you can wait that long, um, you can definitely get the reward on it. Uh-huh. And it costs her now, nothing. Yep, yeah, it costs her nothing. Uh, 
and to be honest it's that little bit of of headspace that i think is the most useful part of the card because what you're really hoping they'll do in a team like this is uh actually put the effort in to get close enough to electra that they can take her out rather than taking out your carnage or your uh x23 and the other one i want other thing i want to talk about here um is carnage actually has some carnage left yes he he does and, and i love them both <laughs> and i think we're going to play them both they're both great but carnage rules where he can advance the chosen character towards you he makes an attack yep and then you just ignore him because you've advanced him short into range one of electra so she can impale him <laughs> <laughs> yep absolutely or if you need to um you know the board's a little bit wider you can pull somebody who was in electra's stealth range out yes uh-huh save uh save her a little bit on the next activation yes i i think i'm sold i think we should put electra in as mm-hmm. the final character yeah which now let's head into tactic uh not tactics uh crisis and there is a crisis that jumps out to me immediately for Carnage. Yep. Uh, is this the mutant madman? Well, yes. <laughs> we talked about that already. But no, yep. this is, from personal experience, intrusions. Yes, I can absolutely see intrusions. Um. I, he does not particularly care about taking one point of damage as he's shuffling around the board. Uh-huh. And he can just appear out of nowhere, attack twice, and then interact with its, with the other intrusion. Because it, it, it says interact dark portal. Nowhere on that does it say you can only interact once put on. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So you can interact, teleport into the fight, 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 and then teleport out. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I like that a lot. Um, so okay, I think that's two of our secures down. We've and got I intrusions. Think Electra also loves it. Honey Badger also loves it. Yeah, we've got a lot of characters who actually want to be within range one, uh-huh. which might be, I guess, a little bit of a an anti synergy with Storm's leadership. But I think it still helps you actually. Get, get in there safely to begin with. And in a very electrist fashion, it also uh, helps stop other characters messing with the target she's attached herself to. Yeah. So. Um, and then I think finally we are a volley team. Let's go with the volley scenario of them all, Demons Downtown. Yep. Um, I'm just having a look to see if there's anything more interesting to be honest i've played so much demons recently um but no i think i think at the moment yeah you're right it's got to be demons hasn't it really Uh unless we want to play gamma because we do have we can go five white at 15 very easily with carnage yeah uh so our five white at 15 would probably be Storm. storm X-23, Honey Badger, Carnage, and another three. Yeah, so I have a Domino or Magic. Uh, yeah, it's it's not a bad 15 for sure. Yeah. But I 
think it's missing a little bit of the control you really want to to seal gamma. Um, if your dice fail you, you're probably just going to lose that scenario, which is less true on demons, I think. So yeah. as much as I'd love to play more gamma, I don't think this is necessarily the team to do it with. Now, on the other end, uh, I, th- I think we want hammers. Do we want hammers? Uh, it's a difficult one. Electra loves hammers uh, yeah. because it gets those ninja off the board immediately. Uh-huh. Um, Domino also loves a hammer. Carnage obviously loves a hammer. Uh-huh. Does make the tactics cards more expensive, but I'll, yeah. I'll put it in for now with a little question mark, maybe. Mm-hmm. I, I find extract is a lot more restrictive right now. Just because there are so many, so much fewer extracts than there are secures. Yes, definitely. Um, I think uh, my instinct with this is that we probably want um, to look at the alien ship. Yeah. And. Scroll. Scroll, or we want research. Research does clump everybody up, and okay. that is something we're very good at. Let me put out a spicy take. Sure. I think we have a really good mutant extremist team. Okay. What have we got? We've got... It would be Storm. Carnage, Storm, X-23, Honey Badger, and Bob. Huh. Yes. Because uh, we're, we're getting the cover most of the time, even though we're rolling one less defense die, that still gives us a lot of mobility. Yeah. Um, if either X, if X23 picks it up, suddenly she is very mobile because of um, her big sister. Yep. And we have so much point and click. To just yeah, take out we, whoever's holding the senator. Yeah, so maybe we don't search for the senator to begin with. Yeah. We actually wait for somebody to find it, and then we kill whoever's got it. Uh-huh. Yeah, that and, is... And within that, too, it's a 14-point team that's 5 white. that's all aggressive, basically. Yep. Yeah, I, I can definitely see that. Yeah. Uh... Hmm. I hadn't thought about it, but I think that may be a really interesting one. And I mean, it's thematic too. <laughs> yeah. We've we're definitely if we're a bunch of mutants working with Bob and Carnage, we're definitely extremists. <laughs> uh-huh. And also, how often do you see this mission make the table anymore? True. I do really like the um 14 point missions to be honest uh, just because it it really makes you think about your roster that little bit more I know a lot of people are, are sort of a bit down on not being able to bring all the toys but hey I think we're bringing some pretty fun toys at 14 <laughs> yeah. uh, and I, I think it was, it was either Mutant Extremist or Scrolls was the mission that I was playing in humans and got a turn 1 tail Genesis kill <laughs> wow <laughs> That, yeah, yeah, it was a little nutty. <laughs> yeah, cool. 
I'm I'm very happy to go with extremists. Mm-hmm. Um. So, do we want to double down on the single extracts, or do we want to go for more fighting? I mean, if we can do a decent fourteen, what does our sixteen look like? Well, so the other one that jumps out to me, yeah, as a thing to talk about. It's cubes. Yes, we do have an awful lot of healing factor characters. Yeah, we have some healing, fa- a chunk of healing factor characters, a chunk of characters like Carnage who just can heal themselves. Yep. Carnage loves the extra power. X twenty three loves the extra power. Electra loves the extra power. Yep. Um, she also doesn't care that the uh, well, she also quite likes the enemy are damaging themselves. Yep. Yeah, okay. Um, I mean, the thing I think we're lacking is that safe turn one grab. But can we possibly do that hopping somebody off of Carnage's base? Yeah. Uh, It's... Because if you hop a medium base... uh, Let me look at our characters. Um... And do some math. <laughs> I need to read a thing now. Give me a second. Yep, yeah, no worries. Um, so, in theory, um, almost positively, you can also because also remember you can hop off of the grunt base. Yes. Yep. Um, which then allows you a medium base to go up and run up and take that and then walk back. But the thing I'm wondering about is if you have Carnage, if you are jumping off of Carnage with the Grunts, because the Grunts can do the movement too, can they walk up, pick up, and still be within range 3 to immediately vanish after one action? Now that would be spicy. So I'm pulling up Tabletop Simulator now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Because that would be a lot. It definitely would. I am doubtful, but I want to check. So, loading, loading, loading. And that does mean that you are activating Electra first before there's any chance of uh, her getting into range to start attacking round one. But, but it might still be well worth doing. Yeah. Um, my TTS is apparently not agreeing with my recording software, and I'm saving the recording rather than digging through. So I will have probably a report in the comment section of me testing this. <laughs> okay, fair, fair, fair. Um, well, you know, I think there's enough within the rest of the roster um to make it worth going even if you can't do that nasty trick. So yeah. let's go for it. Let's let's put cubes in. And at that point, really your opponent is looking at your extracts and secures and having to pick their poison. Cause... Yeah, because it's alien ship mutant extremist cubes. Uh we've got hammers in there at the moment. Um I, think... I dropped hammers for cubes in, in my thing. Because we were okay. talking about okay. alien ship. Yeah. Um, 
And alien ship I love because it strands Angela and Amazing Peter in the middle of the board. It does. It absolutely does. Um, Hammers has the benefit that you definitely can do the safe um, steal to get the ninjas off turn one. Uh But maybe I like core more. Does have high point value, and then your opponent has to have a roster that's great at twenty and at fourteen. Yeah, and I think because let's let's talk about our twenty then. Uh, let me go to my analytics, and we have, and we can do a like the it's. Let me actually just map this out. So, Storm, X-23, Honey Badger, Carnage. Right? That's 12 right there. Yep. Um, so that means we have eight points to play with here. Yep. Which could be and... Rogue Electra, could be uh, Magic, Domino, Domino Bob to go yep. seven wide. Seven wide at 20 is pretty huge. Um I mean, we're not bringing the super wide uh, scoundrels secure, mm-hmm. but just the ability to have seven characters on that means that mm-hmm. um, I think you've got a pretty good chance at holding it against the teams that are likely to be taking it. Yeah. So that's always good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, if you want to go a little bit sh- uh, smaller, you can just bring in. The Electra Rogue duo, that's pretty pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's looking pretty solid to me. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I I think we, we give them the do you want twenty, fourteen, or seventeen? Yeah. Um and we've got their so we've got two extracts that are gonna be single, but we've also got a five wide. Um, I know the common wisdom is that you want to uh, to bring a lot of the same type, yeah. but I feel like um, if your opponent is geared up to deal with primarily singles or wide, they're mm-hmm. then going to be, if they get priority, looking at giving you your secures, and I think we have very good plans on our secures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that just leaves tactics cards. Yep. Which, there are three we have already talked about that I think we need to get in here. Definitely. So. The Carnage rules and there will be Carnage. Yep, and Vendetta. Yep. Um, And then I want to bring up uh, two other, uh, I think we want to bring first class. Yes, uh, we're bringing uh, a flip secure. So even if you know we're looking at it and thinking we don't necessarily want it everywhere, we will want it there. And I think we will also, because of how first class works, I think we will also really like it on uh, cubes. Yep. And also, if we want to dig for the alien ship. Yeah, I mean it's it's a pretty solid card. Um, yeah. I think you probably are taking it more often than you're not. But I think we're also, by the time we're done with our 10, we're going to be saying that about a lot of our cards here. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, 
I also want to bring up uh, versatile leadership. A versatile yes, strategy. We do have both Cyclops and Storm. Um, I admit I'm looking at it and wondering how often I'm actually going to be bringing Cyclops. I think that's mostly going to be a counter pick when your opponent is dropping um, something like Research Station. Very fair. But in those situations, it can still be very useful to switch from Storm to Cyclops after the first round or two. But I think I think if it's not one of our active game plans, our cards will be tight enough that yeah. we shouldn't bring it. Even with 10, now it's it's just so difficult. Because <laughs> uh, next up, uh, Journey Through Limbo. Yes, um, that definitely occurred to me as soon as we put magic in. Um, I think you definitely want Journey because you're... I mean, we're, we're trying to make... Um, Carnage. Carnage shine here, yeah, and the ability to just drop somebody on him, incinerated, is uh, is huge. And Carnage does not mind incinerate that much. No, he does not. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, because of course your defense dice are always capped at a minimum of one. Yep. So, yeah. And then training through limbo is pretty pretty strong. Uh, I think we want for one of our restricted cards. I think we want better rivals. It does stack up nicely with the incinerate and the honey badger we've got running around. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And are capping their dice. <laughs> yes. Uh, suddenly dropping Hulk to a very maximum of what one success. Yeah. <laughs> um. And then because we are playing wide, I think we want to talk about field dressing. I am a big fan of field dressing. Um, and I guess, I mean, the other one I would normally look at is um, Brace for Impact. But We have a lot of three, fours, and fives in that physical. We do. And a lot of our characters who aren't at that level, uh, well... Even our characters who are at that level. X-23 is who I'm thinking of. Um, throwing stuff into her is, is good uh, because you're denying her the defensive reroll. But if you take her out and somebody field dressings her back up, then uh-huh. she's she's fine anyway. So. But also, field dressing a carnage who then immediately activates and paints the down red. <laughs> yes, that's always good. Um, I think looking at this... We're going to be pretty wide. Yeah. These characters don't necessarily... There's, there's nobody I'm looking at here who I think they're going to have tons of power and be able to do this at, at will. But there's always the possibility that you wind up with Bob randomly on four power and uh-huh. he can just run in and field dress Carnage back up. And then, oh, yeah. you know, you're you're very happy about that. So, yeah, yeah I think... That, field... And then Bob the uncle. Yes, absolutely. Um, so yeah, field dressing's definitely an easy one when you're planning to go as wide as we are here. Yeah. Um, other fun tech, uh, because Paint the Town Red exists, I think we need to talk about no matter the cost. Yes, no matter the cost is fantastic. Um, X23 also loves it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Electra loves it. Uh-huh. It just turns on so many people for us. It does. 
I, I think we have to go for it. Uh-huh. And then, speaking of X-23 and Honey Badger, uh, uh, Exceptional Healing. Yes, I think Exceptional Healing is a lock. Um, yeah. Now, now we're reaching the point where I'm going, okay, there's a couple of cards that I was I was banking on here that I'm not sure we're going to be able to fit. Uh, let's talk about them. So, uh, Sacrifice, I think, is really important, especially when you've got X-23 mm -hmm. um, and Exceptional Healing on the board being able to jump in front of the big energy attack that's going to take out your carnage is yes. huge. I can definitely see that. I would not be surprised. I, I think Sacrifice is a sleeper pick for the restricted list. I think that's that's very possible. Um, and the other card, which I've been having a ton of fun with uh, in my recent games, is Seeing Red. Mm. Because there are so many characters in this game where getting an attack also gives them a bunch of other stuff. And I don't think that has been explored as fully uh -huh. as, uh, as it maybe could be. So um, I'm looking at this and I'm going, okay, who have we got that can make use of it here? We've got X-23 who can uh, suddenly use her spender and jump off. We've got Carnage himself, um, who's, let's have a look, giving out bleed, uh, much like Venom does uh, with his lethal protector. Bleed mid-activation is just horrible. Uh -huh. <laughs> if he's in position to do it, which I think your opponent, if you've put Seeing Red down, is probably going to try and make sure he's not. Um, he can actually maximum carnage off of them dazing somebody else. Yeah. And uh, so, I as I am looking at this card, I am thinking about character we don't have on our list, but we talked about uh, seeing red to a mind possession off of Cassandra Nova. Yes, it's it's magnificent. I've done that a couple times. <laughs> um, lock them into Bufu Egypt. Yep. Um, yeah, I am a huge fan of seeing red. Uh -huh. I'm just seeing if we've got other characters here who can make excellent use of it. Um, Rogue can throw the character who just dazed somebody. Yeah. Uh, Bob can potentially do it um, <laughs> and drop a missile into the middle of their team in their turn. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, I I really do want to fit it in, but I'm not sure what we yeah. drop to make it happen. I think Sacrifice is the more important of those two. Sacrifice definitely definitely has more importance. Um, the thing is, if you can actually combo them, it becomes really funny. I mean, we've got Honey Badger, who is already excellent at triggering seeing red on a character we're happy to, mm -hmm. to see dazed. Um, and being able to do that in two spots on the board at the same time mm -hmm. can really open things up. Yeah. The question is, is seeing red better than Vendetta Carnage rules? There will be Carnage. I think we definitely want both the Carnage cards. Yeah. Um, so <sighs> I think not. We definitely want first class. I mean, that's 
that's one of our X-Men staples. Yep. I I think uh, we have a really really tight 10. We do. We do. It's really tough. I mean the the one that I would potentially look at um dropping out I think is going to be Vendetta. Um mm-hmm. I don't think I will uh in this one. I think I'll want to want to put this team on the table a few times. Yeah. And see how it performs first. But in the back of my mind, I might be thinking, well, if Vendetta doesn't do what I want it to do, then maybe I want to have Seeing Red in there instead. Very fair. Well, this is a very exciting list overall. Um, And the final list for those of you at home are Carnage, Storm, Cyclops, X-23, Honey Badger, Magic, Rogue, Domino, Bob, Agent of Hydra, and Elektra. For tactics cards, we have Carnage Rules, There Will Be Carnage, Vendetta, First Class, Journey Through Limbo, Bitter Rivals, Field Dressing, No Matter the Cost, Exceptional Healing, and Sacrifice. For Secures, we have Mutant Madman turns City Center into a lethal amusement park. Intrusions open across city as seals collapse, and Demons Downtown has our comeuppance come due. And then for Extracts, we have Alien Ship Crashes in Downtown, Mutant Extremists Target U.S. Senators, and Struggle for the Cube Continues. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely a very, very interesting roster. I'm looking forward to getting it to the table. Yeah, no, I will be very excited to he- hear how it does on the table, too. Absolutely, I'll keep you informed. <laughs> um, so, thank you very much. If people wanted to reach out to you, where could they find you? Absolutely. So, um, the best way to find me is on discord where i am a goose hash six seven three seven i do also have a an email address i monitor for requests about characters uh at a dreaded goose at gmail.com mm-hmm. very fair and if you wanted to reach out to me i am gjipped on all mcp disc uh i am G- i am blah, 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 blah. <laughs> mess that up uh, if you wanted to reach out to me, I am Lexa White on all the MCP discords, Gjipped on non-MCP discords. Um, if you wanted to reach out to the show, you can do so at MorlocksMCP at gmail.com if you want to email me. Um, if you want to support the show, patreon.com slash Alexa White, uh, where you can get into the Marvelous Marvelous Discord. Um where you can see all my custom creations and hear me yell about the fact that Nancy Drew got renewed. I am super excited about that. <laughs> Excellent we, news. We, we got Yeah, we got the news early in the week, and I'm just over the moon because I fucking love that show. Also, <laughs> on the Patreon, you get bonus episodes about me and sometimes a guest, sometimes just myself, talking about TV, movies, and music, which is always a fun time. There are currently, uh, recently been put up episodes on The Batman, the 2000s series Sanctuary, and uh, the 2022 reboot of Scream. Um, All of which are really fun episodes. And hopefully soon I am going to do another big music episode like I did at the end of the year as we're reaching the end of the first quarter. Um... So expect to see that coming to you guys soon. Um, Also, if you want to see me playing something completely different, uh, twitch.tv slash It's Hacker Mike. Every other Monday, I sit down and play board games with my friends. Uh, And then 
every Saturday and Sunday morning at twitch.tv slash games. I am sitting down doing custom Arkham Horror the card game uh, content. And so, yeah, thank you very much for coming on. Thank you. It was a lot of fun. And keep experimenting, people.